This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code Walk in the Room at checkout. A better web start a better web starts with your website, not a better wed. That doesn't even make sense. And fittingly, there's a dog, there's a dog, <laughs> a dog. barking. You, you know, um, I what, no, no, what's going to mark the occasion of the yeah. 200 is in classic walking in the room style. Yeah, n- nothing special about nothing. it. At all. <laughs> no guests. It's not we try, live. We try to get guests. There's no special T-shirt. <laughs> it's nothing. There's nothing. We tried to get Marin or Patton. Right. Patton uh, was there was a sickness in my house the first time, and he's like, "I'm not coming over," which is reasonable. He's an actor. Yeah. Uh, to uh, well, the sickness was failure. Right. He just, he's, <laughs> I, that, that, I mean, <laughs> he didn't want to come over and catch failure. Catch that. Yeah. And then this, and then Marin, uh, who we asked today, was uh, on a. He's flying in from Cleveland and and fighting with someone on Twitter about almost missing his plane. So Marin almost missed his plane. And then said that on Twitter, and someone said, "Oh, first world problems." This way, someone hates Americans. And then naturally, Mark got into it with that person, as he fucking should. Yeah, you get you to can, f- what do you think well, Twitter is? Uh, just for fucking. Oh man, hey, my hut burned down. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's Twitter. Oh, gee, holy fuck! First world problems. Well, here's the thing that you described in that. It's still a problem. <laughs> Am I not allowed? Is it, you know, it's all relative. And by the way, the guy that lives in a can doesn't have Twitter. <laughs> so, like, you know, what I mean, like, oh, I love that. Is it? Can you find it? Is it? Is yeah, it? It's a, happening right now. Is it happening right now? All right. Uh, this is the 200th episode of Walk in the Room. We're gonna talk about, uh, you know, where where we've come over yeah, the past and 200. Where, yeah, and, and, and where, how and where it's not going. And if you want a short synopsis, it's just the same. <laughs> anyway, Walk in the Room. Walk in the Room. Walk in the room. It's the 200. 200, 200. No guests, nothing special, and you can't get a new T-shirt. Free. The 200, because we forgot. We're giving away a Cadillac. <laughs> it's old. I wish we were it's giving a, away a Cadillac. It's a very. It's. I wish we got we, in the junk. I wish it's, we both drove Cadillacs. Yeah, I mean, but aside ones. from the aside from the gas mileage we'd be getting. Because every time I see someone in a Cadillac, I like you look fucking awesome. Can I and tell then you I something? You're paying so much. Can money. I tell you when you don't have to worry about ga- ga- gasoline? Can I tell you when you don't have to worry about gas mileage? Yeah. When you're going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Our Cadillacs would just sit in the fucking. We were just they they would they'd be too much money. They would yeah. fuck up our mortgage payments or yeah. our rent, and then they'd sit in our. <laughs> they just fucking sit nowhere. There, there it is, baby. Yeah, I drove my Cadillac to the podcast. Those things, though, those old Cadillacs, like they don't have power steering and shit, right? No. Like every time I see someone driving an old car, like Kapatch has got a couple of old fucking Volkswagen. Of course he does. And those things have no power steering, and that's like fuck everything about driving that way. Yeah. And like I love the idea of an old car if they could throw some power steering up in that bitch. Well, I mean, I bet that's something you could change. I don't think know. You could put power steering in, like a like if you bought a '67 Mustang, you think you could throw some power steering up in there? I, I'm sure it's possible. I'm sure dudes that I want rebuild you to tell cars me right now. Yes. Don't give me some. I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. You could. Yeah, you could. I would probably do it. I do it myself. You know, I love to do that shit. I love to throw the hood open, which yeah. is the one in the back. Take right? it around in the tranny. Yeah. Put the. I the like to take underneath. a tranny. I know we're not talking about transgender people. We're talking which about we, the transmission. Which, by the way, episode two. So I went back because I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the two hundred. Yeah. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a big milestone, right? By the way, it's episodes. not 200 episodes. It's 200 hours of podcasting, 200 hours. So which is not very long. It's not that many. It's not that big of a deal when you think about it that way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys talk to each other for 200 hours over like five <laughs> That's a years? nightmare. Yeah, yeah no. It was but really, what's worse uh... is you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went back and I listened. And I was like, I wonder what the first one sounded like. It wasn't that great. 
<laughs> and yet, from the beginning, right? Like it started out with us talking about. Uh, well, first of all, you you are clearly down on the idea of podcasting. You're like, we're getting in the game too late. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? This is bullshit. Yeah, there are five people listening, which you continued on for the next 150 episodes. Well, we both talked about it. Oh, but also. It, where with a lot of podcasts that's being humble, I was just stating fact. Yeah. I was like a scientist and I'd gone out and done the but research. But you were saying that we were getting in too late and it turns out we weren't getting in too late. People didn't get in too late until later, two years two years after we're doing no, it. No, if you're starting a podcast now, welcome. <laughs> you're round two. <laughs> you say There's that, never not a time. That's like saying to somebody you shouldn't buy a radio station or you shouldn't be no, in television. Like well, you shouldn't buy a radio station. Danny Gould starts a podcast and he's, you know, up in the top 10 or whatever. Like, right. You can he started start a podcast five minutes whenever. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. just started tweeting this weekend and he has 6.4 million Did followers. Did he start tweeting this weekend? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. You know, I, do you know, I feel like those people are, are just being told by marketer, the mar- moving marketing people, you have to start a Twitter uh, feed. Because I saw someone else that never want, who told me they never wanted to be on Twitter, and now they're on Twitter. And I was like, "Oh, you have something coming out. You have to like they the the people at all the studios go. No, you have to be on Twitter to to." I think that's part of it. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. needs it. I think he's at that echelon where you know he's in that same ballpark as Brad Pitt and those people that don't know how to do it. But what I do think, and I think this is why Stiller's done it, is if Robert Downey Jr. wants to say to people throw some money at Haiti or whatever. He's got that right there. Like you literally know? you can, you, throw it you can, we, I, well, <clears throat> that seems, <laughs> that's a shitty way is to, there a, is there to, more, to, folk, are they being more focused about it than that? <laughs> no, I don't think that they are. I think that's the problem with most charities. It's the delivery system <laughs> that fucks it up. You can't just throw yeah. the money at people. No, it's they really bad. Hey, just pull up in a boat, they, tie, tie a dollar bill around a rock and just fucking throw it at the island. But here's the thing. Hit a Haitian. How would you react? Like, here's the thing. So let's say some there was a game where people were allowed to throw a rock at you. Yeah. From not too far away. Uh-huh. But there was a hundred strap to it. I'm in. Right. <laughs> at some point, you're like, I can take it. Just hit me in the shoulder blade. Like, how how hard can you take a rock in the arm or try to get it in the gut so that you can get that hun? I can, t- I can take one on the shoulder. That seems like a pretty good new game show. Yeah, well, you take a rock. How bad do you want this fin? How how bad do you want the bill? And then yeah. it's just different things that it's different tied to. Different ways that we tie it to. Like you could you could tie it to a ball with spikes coming out of it. Well, we just rock it different shit at you. Like what even, about a, even one of them's wrapped around cow shit. What about a bullet? <laughs> Somebody would do it. <laughs> Somebody would. Somebody do would it. do it. Somebody. Did would. you ever see that classic old video? I, don't, I know this is like maybe early days of the internet. Maybe the brand. Maybe the first day of the internet. But it's a, a girl. A girl from New Zealand who decides to. Uh, Touch uh, sticker bare ass against a electric fence. What? I I, I, oh, I stumbled wait. on this. It, she, it, it's they're two they're two kiwis and they're and, out in the, and, they're and out what, the, and what out in the field. Tell me she shits. No, it's better. So it takes her forever to do it. Her friends, she's like, count down from five, and her friend goes five, four, three. No, I'll count down from ten. Do it again. Like it just goes on and on. Yeah. Finally, she sticks her ass against it. Yeah. And then she shoots forward, yeah. and she lands. Uh, her face lands in cow shit. <laughs> Or dog shit. And then she gets up and she is just screaming. And she's clearly got shit in her eye and in her mouth. And it's just, I mean, like, that is walking the room. That's why the internet was made. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, no. I no one was going to put that on ABC no, before. Dude, I got to tell you something. You, you and I, when we were in that hotel room, we watched a little bit of the ridiculousness. And yeah, and at first it. we're like, uh, and then all of a sudden we're like, this is, and it's yeah. well done. And that guy's good. That guy I, that, is good. That guy's good. The other people on the couch, I don't know what they're there for. Uh... Plus that they're, show. They're, they, it's like it's almost like they are a reason for him to talk. Yeah, because nobody ever says anything that's really that great. Nope. And uh, it's much better than Tasho, I think. Which that's easy for me to say, though. Um, I watch. We watch the. I don't mind Tosh. I, I watched one the other night. I don't mind it so much. He, I, I don't he, mind him. He can be he pretty funny. Me. I don't know. He bugs me. Yeah, but he's got a good sense of. I mean, he's funny. You have to say he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. I, I get that. Yeah. He's pretty funny, but um, um, but the, but the ridiculousness is is uh, but that's more the shit that you like, like that. It's all backyard wrestling, yeah. and what can you set fire to? Yeah, and and then they do the 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 quick uh, high speed recap of yeah. the whole show. Which but the is best one, awesome. which was would it, like if it, it, the best one was if it had been you and I as little boys, we'd known each other, was and it would have gone like this: uh, you in a tree getting a grapefruit, 
off a ladder yep. and then me screaming grapefruit yep. and knocking the ladder out from underneath yeah. you. And then I ended up landing. <laughs> and both of us getting hurt. And then I ended up landing on the ladder because you didn't knock it all the way out. Yeah, that's that about sums up. I would say that's that's my career because of you. Um, so I listened to the first podcast. Number one, it doesn't start out that great because we, we're not really sure what it is yet. Uh, and we're just kind of talking about uh, the, the, the talk show and stuff. Yep. yep. But by segment two, two things have happened that made me laugh, and I didn't get all the way through it because Jesus, how can you people? Listen yeah, to this yeah. Shit? It, well, it sounds like it, it sounds like it was recorded in an old can of Folgers <laughs> in it's a garage. Not as bad is like when I try to upgrade the system because we did it for the first two on that on that snowball mic up yeah. in, up in your office. The snowball mic was the coolest looking worst idea that's ever happened it's to a recording. Terrible, it's like it's like hey, look at this mic. It looks cool. It looks like a snowball. Also, it's going to pick up everything everywhere. <laughs> Thoughts, your blood rushing, a fart, like it's all that, which is all more interesting than what you have to say. What's that sound? Oh, you can hear the couch. On this. <laughs> so, uh, so then we tried to upgrade to a soundboard, which most people, a lot of people I know use, and I only had one mic on for like eight episodes. So that's that's happening. And yep. then after ten, we then we go back to that just the solo mic thing. So. So the sound isn't great, but it's not as bad as it does get after in like three. Anyway. So we talk about two things in segment two after I, right before I turned it off. Uh, you had just come back from Australia, and right. you loved it, and you wanted to move there, which you said in the last podcast, yeah, one ninety five, that we did. Yep. And uh, and then I said all of Australia is on fire, which has been a common theme since this podcast began, is that Australia is on fire all the time. <laughs> It, they're covered in there's insects there there's spiders that can eat cows yeah there's a worm that that looks like it's like the size of your arm yep yep part of the country is actually just made of snake it's <laughs> it's and yet it is filled with the be, the my the, the the people no they're great they're fucking great yeah they are the and when people. i said i wanted to live there people were offering up yeah. i will be your bass player which yeah. i think oh, god you that yeah, person's really on a that, like that's uh, no, first off, bad I mean, career choice. Why don't you set higher expectations for yourself, <laughs> yourself in yeah. your life? <laughs> if your goal is to join the King Sweater, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it might be. It may be. There's two things: either shut it off or see a doctor. There's an organization called Sad for You, which <laughs> you should head down to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, look, I love Australia. My wife laughed when she heard the podcast and you were like, you guys can't just, she, she's like, I can't move. The, she cannot move to Australia. It's not happening. It will get there. <laughs> Maybe part of the year. I'll go next year for the festival. But what if you explain to your, what if you explain to your wife that you could make money there? What if she didn't have Doesn't to matter, work? But she wants to work. She's not like that's not who she is. I know, but she why, got a fucking I, she got I, a fucking doctorate. I know, but I don't understand she, how she can't be work there. She, she no, she would have to. She would have to. You have to. You can't just take your education. And go. I got a doctorate in America. You then have to study again and get a license again, and you have to do it all over again. You can't just jump down there and go. I'm good to go. It's not like a comedian where you're like, hey man, I can hit the stage here. Really? So yes. you're saying I I I don't. Well, oh, you don't believe it? No, because you, surgeons fly all over the world and work. Surgeons fly all over the world and cut into people in different countries. Have they get a pass somehow? They cut, they cut into people. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, a it's not the same thing because there's uh, completely different rules for psychology. Because you can, like, if you're if you're cut, so if you're, you're cutting saying, into a dude, if so you're, you're saying those hey, things can be accredited hey, all over the world. You don't know how fucked up we are here in Australia. You got to play no. Australian rules crazy. Here's the deal: is there Australian rules crazy? <laughs> no, there's there's American <laughs> rules crazy. Here's the deal: if you everyone's everyone's the people same. People are loving this conversation. No, the everyone's way. the same. Everyone's if you cut into a dude, it's not like you're gonna be like, well, there's four hearts. Like every fucking dude is the same inside. Yeah, right. But people's brains aren't the same. And so therefore each place, each country and each state even has different rules as far as what you can and cannot do with a person in a, in a therapy situation. I see. But then they should not be allowed to watch Dr. Phil then because he's preaching. My wife is totally on board with that. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just stop? Here's the thing. Because I have years of psychological damage. Well, don't. And you should trust me because I used to have a fucking cattle farm or some I mean, shit. I just I'm feel a like pig. you're going to be super bummed when I go over there. 
uh, and start a show with Arge. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say that is? Dave Thornton. I would like to hang out with him. I like Dave Thornton. You should see if he is as entertaining as I am. <laughs> Well, we know he's better know looking. He, well, we know that he's also probably more entertaining than both of us put together. But the point is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then, uh, you know, I'm going to talk to some young podcasters while I'm over there, see what the deal is. Yeah. Vague stories may take off. You're there right now. You're, you're yeah. one, two, three. So this is three weeks that you're in. So you've probably already done your festival run. Yeah, I'm, on the, the, I'm, in the first week, I'm on the first week of the road show. Yeah. And I've already been kicked off the bus. And I've had three, I've had three... Guests, hosts. Yeah. And right now, people are like, eh, I kind of like the podcast better without Greg. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and then the 200 comes out and people are like, Ugh. oh, God, I forgot what how horrible this was. Back to the muck is what yeah, that was yeah, going to yeah. be called. Yeah. Um, I actually was told the other day that people get, the the people that are hardcore with this, and and and, and I have heard this from comedians and from, from other fans, that the, the fan of this show is really deep it goes it goes deep we may not have as many as certain people but i think in on the depth chart and they get bummed if there's not one or when they're late even oh they do get upset when it's yeah late. yeah yeah when they're late and because they depend on it and i think that is what that's called addiction <laughs> and that's <laughs> that is really not good, right. guys. You need to get your shit together. Yeah. Um, no, it's flattering to hear that. It's nice to know that that. It, well, let's. Okay. Let, well, yeah. okay. Let's so we, keep going. You can, want to talk about the one? Well, we can. Yeah, we can do that. So the so, I mean, the reason the one happened was because. Well, I'll just tell you. I'll just say where I was at. I. It's so funny because I had t- I talked to uh, this guy Charles Vandervetter who. Um, I saw we saw New, in New, New York. York. He, he, he came, came to Star for Circus. Yeah, good he guy. He's a comic that we both knew from San Francisco. Yeah, and he's a comedian that I enjoyed and a friend of mine. And uh, and then he up and moved to New York. His wife, he crazy story. His wife gets into medical school. Right, she's been trying to get into medical schools forever. She gets into one. I think it was in Rhode Island or something. Huh? They fucking move. She gets there. She's pregnant. They're like, you can't. You don't get, you can't go to medical school. Right. So they literally sold their house, moved. They get there and it's like, nope. So they have, so then they like moved to New York and they try to start over again. Uh, she never, she never ended up being able to go to medical school. She's a journalist though. She's had a great career. Uh, I think she worked on Christian Amanpour show. Like she's like a right. legitimate good journalist. Yeah. And now he's works in ads in advertising. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just such a crazy because I was like, because when you get to this age, you start talking to people about, well, how did it fucking how did it go for you? Even the people who didn't it didn't pan out showbiz wise. You're like, so what happened? Yeah, because, because there's there's very few people that are like, you know, I've known Patton all along, but that's Patton. But most people don't have Patton's journey or Bill Burr's journey. Most people have something completely fucking different. Well, yes and, and no. I mean, from our from our particular group of guys, like you know, I was talking to David Mar- <laughs> David Martin, my manager, who I, I who I've gone. You've heard if you've been following this podcast, I loved him. Then I hated. I was furious with him. Yeah. <clears throat> He's great. And I was talking to him about getting on Midnight and doing Conan. And I said, yeah, well, you know, I'd love to do it at midnight just because it would be fun, and I just feel like I need to be on something. And uh, he said, yeah. He goes, you know, we'll get, we'll try and get you on there. I think I don't think it's a problem, but you know, most of your peers aren't on at midnight. Right. And I said, right, because they're in the movies. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them, and a lot of our, a lot of the people that we started with, m- most have stuck with it and done well. We don't, I don't know that many people who left it. You know, uh, or at no, least I do. Maybe, no, you. Maybe, if, if I went through a list, crew. if I went through a list, you would be like, "Oh yeah, that person's not there anymore." Oh yeah, that person's not there anymore. Or they're. But did you like? I guess uh, the people that we hung out with were gamers. Like there are people that yes. were funny that you were like, "You're you can barely get it together to find an open mic." Yes, you're a genius. Yes, but you're not going to be in show business Van because Washington. you don't have the or huh? Van Washington. <laughs> I mean, there are people that, I don't even, I mean, that's just weird, but there are people that like, that got into it, you know, because they wanted to, I don't know, they had some creativity that they want to get out. But then there are people like, there's a business, I want to be in show business. I want to yeah. figure out how to be in the business of show. Patton was one of those people from the second it started. Yes. You know, we came out, I came out with a little bit more idealism of like, I'm, I'm an artist and it's going to happen this way. And then, you know. Well, boy, did that not. It didn't happen that way. <laughs> 
But it happened in a but completely different way. Anyway, okay, but anyway, go ahead. So I was talking to Charles, Charles. and he was like, he goes, right. Uh, like the last time we were hanging out, you were like, I'm quitting stand up. I just can't do this anymore. And right. that was like 2004. I think I've said that like three times 2004. And then right before I started this podcast. Yep. I was just like, it doesn't. And there was, doesn't, there was, and I think there was actually a time during this podcast. As there, well. Yeah. But there was, that's right. There was. Because right, right before I started this podcast, I had, I had been at the top of the list for a Comedy Central half hour for two years. And the first time they're like, okay, yeah, he's at the top of the list next year. And then someone else came in to book the half hours. Right. So I had to work my way up through that person. And then, and then I had, I had a set and they're like, okay, great. He's at the top of the list for next year. And I had a whole fucking notebook of two years of comedy. Right. And I have the shittiest fucking memory in the world. So if I don't write down, like I tell stories, but I write, I write down the jokes in the stories. So I remember them or else it's just a shitty story. Mm -hmm. And so I had two years of that and I had the, had Finn and then they came back and said, what's up? And I lost the notebook and I kind of had no Melanie's like, can you just put something together for him? And I was like, I don't have anything. Like, I can't think of anything except for like 10 year old shit that I have written down. Right. So that was gone too. So it was like, it was like, I had that thing where they're like, yes, next year he's, he's going to get a half hour. And then it'd be like, why didn't you ask what? me? I, I remember your act. I remember, <laughs> I remember my own. I never I thought of asking with the other you a people. ton because because oh, right, I never thought because, of because right before that happened, you know, I, I lost I lost the talk show in two thousand six, and then I was I was making huge good money and and able to take features with me, and so I took you to San Jose and I took Were you. Were we, we touring went to, after the talk show? Yeah, right after immediately. That like the like immediately that summer we went like as soon as the, the shows were still running, right? But the show stopped taping, and we went out like the. Very next week, and you and I went to San Jose. Yeah, for and my uh, dad shot it. Angela Johnson open for us. Angela Johnson was just doing a guest set. She was doing a guest set that and night. The place went apeshit. Packed for her. For her. Because I mean, they it. stayed. I think that's why in that special, in that guy from that thing, my my audience is mostly oh right Asian and Hispanic right in uncool it's mostly women yeah <laughs> well no asian and hispanic people can also be women <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> i guess i was trying to describe the bulk <laughs> you know what i'm saying you're welcome you're uh, listening well, to, walk this, in the to room. describing humans with greg Baron and dave <laughs> anthony God. um so anyway so when i started this i had i i i was like fucking done and i had I had been with Finn for like just taking care of him on my own six days a week. Right. Um, my wife fucking tried to get her whatever business going. Uh, so I was with him going insane. And I think it had been like eight months. And I started looking at people, people's podcasts doing well on like iTunes. People who I mostly respect, but a few who I think are just shitty, unfunny people who had a successful podcast. Mm hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And uh, and it was kind of like, this is my last shot to, or I'm just done. Right, right. I mean, I, I only remember that you brought it up a couple times and I was like, I don't know. You know, I had that like, well, part of when Marin are already doing it. Right. <laughs> you know how you are in show business. Like, well, I mean, only there's only, there's only, can do it. I mean, it's just like when they make TV shows, they only make two. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't think about it. But I also there's like, already a, there's already a loss in Hawaii Five O. I had no familiarity with them. I had mm -hmm. only been listening to Marin's, which I thought was great. And I'm like, yeah. well, we can't do that, you know. Right. I didn't I didn't have a plot for this, and I was fucking burned, dude. Yeah. I was burned out, and I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to put any more. I'd spent money making a Monarchs record, which great story about that is I we make money off that record every single year. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I know people. It's interesting. We can talk about that later. But point is, I'd spend enough money on shit, and yeah. I produced all those ass Gregs in the in the you know I shot stuff like I, I I had tried to do something and I was fucking done. I was pissed, and my stand up career wasn't going the way I really wanted it to, and uh, I just been to Australia and was like, oh my god, I'm gonna move here. This is where I, right, I got a right. taste. I got a taste of what it was like to start fresh. Right. And so I didn't want to come back and try and win my way into podcasting or anything else. I wasn't into it. So I literally was like, 
you buy the shit, you bring it to my house, I'll be on your podcast. Yeah. Because you had been doing one by yourself. It also doesn't cost any money. I did one on my own and it was weird, but it doesn't cost any money no, but I to didn't do want a to podcast. Be, here's why this thing worked, and I will tell you this. If this had been my idea, you would have quit at one point because there were days yeah. where you were super frustrated. But because this was your idea and you'd be pissed about it, I'd be like, fine, let's not do it. It Because I knew... I there. Because of the way our relationship works, a lot of the things that we worked on in the past had been things that I had, were not my idea, but things that happened to me. And I'd be yeah. like, Dave, do you want to be a part of this? Yeah. Right? In this situation, this was your idea. This was your thing. You put it together. You produced it. You were the one that was like driving for it, asking for it. And I realized this would only work if you did it. Because right. if I did it, I would, f it just, it was no, better it this would be, way. No, you couldn't Ugh, I'd it. still be picking out a font. No, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and talking about what we're going to wear for the podcast. Like, I, you know, I was on stage the other night. Doing you'd just be trying, on stage the other you'd night be trying to figure out how to ship people flavors I, I, <laughs> <laughs> through the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we do this one? That's, can we make this one fuzzy so people can rub it on them? I, the other night I was on stage uh, with the King Sweater and I said, or as the King Sweater, and I said, uh, I said, I repeated your joke. I said, uh, you, do you guys, I, I was talking to my friend today, my friend Dave, and I said, you know why I have this band? And he said, yes, yeah, so you can play dress up. And he's right. <laughs> I can play someone nuts. All right. Uh, so that's where we were when this thing started. And we'll talk about where it went from there. Yeah. It's been pretty weird. Yeah, it's been really weird. We'll be right back. Guys, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, I have been using Squarespace for uh, a couple years now with my own website, DaveAnthony.com. You can go look at it. Oh, so beautiful. It's like looking at a sunset. That's how pretty it is. Uh, other other places, WordPress, they like looking at uh, like a dirty thing on a shoe. Uh, the great thing I like about Squarespace is that it's simple and it's easy. Uh, you can drag and drop stuff. They got 24-7 support. Plants start at 8 bucks a month. You get a free domain name if you sign up for a year. What are you kidding me? Even if you don't need a website, why would you not go get one when you hear that? Um, I, I can't say enough about them. They've been really... Uh, They've been really great to, to us, and they've been great to the PodFest. And, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's the best web-building web company out there. Why can't I say web today? What's wrong with me? Squarespace, a better starts with your website. 200. Two coins in a fountain. 200. This is the 200th episode of Walk in the Room. And it's also the second. Maybe better that we didn't have a guest. <clears throh> uh, maybe. Well, uh, oh, yeah, dude. Patton would have been a really good guest because he listens to the show. Yeah. You know, or Posein. We could have got someone that listens AG to the show. AG listens. Yeah. Yeah. AG. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, there's a few comics that listen. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, when we started doing it, I don't know. I it, it was amazing to me how quickly the numbers jumped. Well, to so be we fair. Had, to, <clears throat> we had 276 the first episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we've made fun. I mean, you know, we, we joke about this, but I, I also, we've been doing, I've been doing stand-up for a long time. I yeah. do have a fan base. It's just not massive. Right. And those people, a lot people that like my comedy hadn't been, one of the points that you made was, this is just for your fans. Your and fans. I hadn't been giving the fans that like comedy any content. Right. Even when I and would do a special. And you still have <laughs> I still don't. You still have no, I'm in a complete agreement. Still I'm in complete. Waiting. You'll never get an argument from me about that. <laughs> uh, but, but so a lot of those people showed up. And oddly, a, 
a pretty good chunk of people that followed you on Suicide Girls. Like a very yeah. interesting group of people. Girls that were down from the book that would be down for anything. You know, the ones that went to the stand-up shows and stayed. Yeah. You know, that handful of, like, we had a very interesting mix at the beginning. And to be fair, we had done like 10 of them. And I was in, C I was in Seattle at Bumbershoot. I think it was for Bring the Rock. And Patton stopped me in the lobby and said, you have to do this for five years. You can't stop doing <laughs> Patton. it. Patton. No, he said, well, he said, because he felt like. Patton. I know. But his, and he, and Patton was an early supporter. Yeah. And he would support us by saying, if you would like to waste an hour of your life or yeah. if you want someone to shit in your ear. He stopped that though, didn't he? He's, well, I mean, he's on to other things. He's big <laughs> deal now. He's like getting in Rolling Stone or some shit in the old days. He supports the podcast in his heart, and that's all we need. But no, he he did us an enormous service. I mean, literally, yeah, he, he would say something about us, and we'd add 800 fans, and then yeah. we'd lose 400 Four, of them. Five, but seven, 900. 900 of them. But the point is, uh, he was a big supporter of it. And I think what his point was, and I, think he's, and I think it's well taken, and I think we've stuck with that, is this is a thing that has to just keep going. It can't, it's not, it's almost like you're saying this isn't a quick hit. Yeah, well, I mean, the other thing is, is the reason I brought up Charles is is because he was like, you know, you're ready to quit stand-up. And I said, I said, well, I would have quit stand-up if it wasn't for the podcast. Like, right, if it wasn't for the podcast, oh, I would just be a commercial actor. I wouldn't be on Marin. I think the reason I'm on Marin is because of the crossover of podcasting and Marin still saw me trying at, trying at this. Because Marin has a respect for guys that still try at stand-up or are still punching through. But if I was just a commercial guy and Mar and I'd see Marin around, I'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, I'm acting in yeah, commercials. I mean, I'm, he I'm, would not have had me on the I'm show. I'm not really sure if I would go with that theory because I'm not on Marin. Right. I've actually, I think, I think in fact, I've probably done more stand-up than Marin. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I think the one thing, the one thing for me that, that my only one thing is like, I don't think people understand that. I do stand up, and I've done it more than most people. I've done. I no, tour. You I did tour. The other thing. You, you, you. No, people don't know you from that. But mostly. I didn't. I didn't stop touring then. I right. toured when I could, and I've always toured. Right. And I've always toured a lot. So I've actually done. No, I'm talking about actually performing stand up and right. going out. Done. I've done it more than most people. I've right. done it more than most comics. Right. But it doesn't have that resonance within the comedy community that I'm actually a lifer. Right. No, that's true. Cause, you know? Yeah, no, it's true because you did the, the you did the talk show and you have the book, so people think that you have this other thing going on. It's right. always going to be. Well, that they way. did. I think now. And it's I think changing everyone's a like, bit. now what does he do? I think I say I think he makes dresses. I'm not. Well, there sure. isn't that isn't out of the question. <laughs> Pajama bottoms for sure. So so uh, so I don't think I would have any of that. No, I don't. I don't think so either. That and you're also your Twitter feed. I think you 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 spar with with Marin and I think those guys and I think that there's something about what you do and also Mark to be fair also has always said uh, on his podcast that he liked you and I also think it, we, it didn't hurt us that his girlfriend at the time was a huge fan yeah, and would constantly report back about how much she liked the show and I think that say what you will about that relationship I know he respected her taste in comedy because she yeah. had been a, she was a lifer in the in, right. in in terms of liking comedy. Jessica, very supportive, very cool. And she helped us. She brought Marin to our first live podcast. Which helped us a lot. Yeah, no, there were, there. you know, it's that thing of like, there are certain things along the way. There are certain people along the way. You have sort of like uh, these saints that do follow you and do support you. And they and they help you out. And Marin. Marin and Patton. About, you know what was weird? So last night I was sitting watching, uh, I was looking at Twitter and uh and everyone kept posting stuff about Attell's specials on tonight, which I thought was. Here, here's I, I had I had two feelings. You had a new one, yeah, on HBO. No, it was on Comedy Central. It was fucking fantastic. It uh -huh. was, it was the most Attell as you'll ever see Attell. He went to like different clubs, like four clubs. He did like the Stress Factory. He did Acme. He did something in like Hawaii or something. Uh -huh. And he did he did one other one. And um and he would give a camera to the guy in the audience, like hold that and film my show. And then there were like two other cameras and it was, it was, it was something you've never seen. If you're like, I watched to tell every fucking night in New York, right. I went on after him and for a year. It, it, you don't know what a tell is until you've seen a tell in a club. Right. So when you see him on TV and you go, eh, I don't really get it. No, you don't. 
because you're watching Comedy Central edit out what they want to edit out. This was pure a tell, and it was fucking dirty, and it was fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, and my wife got up in the middle and said, you're funnier, and went to bed. Right. Which is all, all that works good. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it, was, it was great to watch. But the thing that, so this, this bothers me. Now, when I put out my album, which my album would have never happened if not for two things, the podcast mm-hmm. and Finn, because if Finn hadn't been born, I wouldn't have ever said I need to have something to show him that I tried. Right. Of you course. I mean? And and also, I would also say I'm going to have to throw one extra thing in there, and that is Will Anderson. And Will Anderson. Of and course. Will Anderson. Because totally, Will Anderson yeah. built, because, I mean, not that the it wasn't popular here, but it it, it was big enough. It, Will. Yes, it right. totally helped. And Patton here helped a lot too. So, so and ultimately me and those four things. <laughs> ultimately me because <laughs> if I hadn't given you that list of open mics when we first met. So, uh, what was I talking about? I like my thank you on the record. Oh, did I? No. So <laughs> I never got around to making a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're thanked on all the Monarchs copy. records. I don't have a hard copy. That's weird. I don't have a hard copy. I'd never made a hard copy. You put thank yous on the band camp page. We do. Who did I put? I put. I'm going to go take yours off. <laughs> you didn't deserve it, as I recall. Did you deserve it? Yes. Um, well, this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> this is, it's weird to end the podcast at 200. It, no, it, it make, on some level, it makes so much sense. It's a nice, tidy number. All right, so... So all of these comics were tweeting, you got to watch a tell tonight. You got to watch a tell tonight. Like everybody, like yeah. it was, it was unparalleled that I've seen. Yeah. And part of me were like, well, that's cool. And the other part of me is like, why the fuck don't you cunts do that for the guys who really need it? Not that I still hold a little bit of a grudge. I'll give you against I'll, the fucking comics who I'll, didn't I'll, tweet I'll give you, I'll that give I you. had an album, but I had like seven comics or eight comics tweet that my album was coming out. And so guys who, and, and, and flat out, there are a lot of dudes who I no longer respect the way I did before. And I remember it because when I fucking needed you and when you come up to me and go, Hey, did you see my show? I didn't because I don't give a fuck anymore about supporting you because when I needed you, where the fuck were you? Yep. Where the fuck were you? So, so there, there's a whole group of comics who have just sort of been washed away, and I and I literally like dude. My Twitter one of them had a broken. big thing. One of a big one of them had a big thing come out, and I went, I don't even want to watch it. I don't even want to watch it. I'm looking forward to talking off air about who these people are. Yeah, we can. The here's the thing. Part of it is professional jealousy. Part of it is professional jealousy. No, of me no, getting an album, but here's the thing. Shitty fucking Here, but here's the thing. And this is just called insecurity. I will tweet out anything that I just think is great. I don't yeah, give me a too. fuck who does it. Yeah. And I'm, I get stoked. I like to fucking retweet a girl who has four followers and said one funny thing. When I, I saw, will, when I saw Claudia O'Darty's fucking England travel thing that she did online. Yeah. I fucking was straight up and was tweeting like, this yeah. is the fucking funniest thing but I've seen. But you do that ages. not because, not because you want kickback, but because you're excited and you, and you're excited. Tweeting about a star, no problem. Yeah, it's easy, He's not right. your competition. Right. You're kissing his ass a little bit. Right. He is inspirational. There aren't that many Atels. There's only one. It's a safe tweet. Yeah. Tweeting about your competition or saying you love Ryan Stout or... Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Like anytime yeah. I get a chance to say Rory Scovel or yeah. Chris Fairbanks yeah. or... Even Jackie Cation, you know, like there's people where I, I, I need to, but there's also people who are like, I'm not going to tweet your album today. Everyone's going to tweet it. I'll tweet it in a month when it's all, when it, no, I'm not kidding you. A month from now, I'm not shitting you. A month from now, when people are done tweeting about it, I'll bring it back up again because yeah. it's neat when somebody suddenly right. goes, you know, like people do that with the Monarchs where all of a sudden it'll just, a flurry of them will come up a couple months later. That's when I need it. I don't yeah. need it the day the record came out. Everybody right. knows. Right. So there's something in that. But I think... Um, but there are people who have big feeds mm-hmm. who know they can help you yep. who don't. Who and don't. that's just noted. But noted. And here's the thing. Like we, we know you have a big feed. We know you could have helped and you didn't. And we know that. Right. So when you have a book come out 
or whatever and you say, hey, can you tweet this? Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't. And it, but it's also, it's interesting too. This is one of the nice things about Twitter is uh, the person who tweets you, you had no idea didn't even follow you. Yeah. Who's big deal. True. The weird support that you go, oh, I don't know, Tom Lennon cared. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are some people that like, or who quietly listen to the podcast and, and then say something to you about it. Like, say what you will about Jenny McCarthy. I don't care. You know, she's. <laughs> yeah, you she's, do. I don't. If I, if I sat here and said everything I want to say about Jenny McCarthy, you would. Here's care. the thing. I, <laughs> no, I, I will say. No, I'm going to say. I'm going to say this to you right Is now. Is she in the house right now? She doesn't. I don't think she's buying a purse. She we got doesn't. She knows where she's at with it. She gets yeah. shit on all the time. She didn't give a sure. shit. Jenny McCarthy's one of the only people that stuck with me and helped me out when I needed it. Right. There are, are closer friends who have not offered the same. There are people that could have helped me in certain ways or done certain things for me that have not. Right. So who's the better friend? Who's the person that really like, who are the people? And it's never who you think it's going to be. Right. And it's, you know, I, and quite honestly, when Patton was tweeting about this at the, at that point, we were not close at all. We hadn't drifted very far apart. We right. just had, it just right. was show business. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know he was paying any attention to what we did. Right. So I was surprised by it. I've gotten I, over the years, Janine Garofalo, David Cross have always allowed, uh, offered their, you know what I mean? There's yeah. certain people that stuck and with you. And then there's yeah. people. Yep. Who won't be mentioned? Who won't be fuck themselves? Yeah. Also, why do you follow them? The then get off my fucking dick. Ugh. I thought about unfollowing them, but it, then it just gets weird. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not friends with them anymore. I'm just like, well, that's that's who you are, right? Like I'm, I'm the kind of guy that, like we said, I if someone puts out something and I fucking dig them, I will tweet that shit and I will like and or I will back them up when they do something funny and get it out there. But then if that isn't returned, you go, oh, okay, so we're not. We're not on the same wavelength here. We're not doing the same thing. Well, here, here's the sample. I, I, but then there's people I don't get. Like yesterday, Brendan Walsh said, I need people to come to my show. Now, uh, Brendan's never, Brendan is a friend and somebody I really like. Is he in, is he in Australia? He's Australia. Oh, I didn't know that. And, I, and because we have a big fan base there, I yeah. retweeted it for him yeah. because I want him to. And then somebody wrote back, hey, you guys should do a show together, whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. The point is, is that I don't need Brendan Walsh to do anything for me. No, he, but and Brendan I don't, is And I don't want shit. anything from him. But I like him. Yeah. And I want him to have success. So why wouldn't yes. I? I don't care about other people's success. Yeah. Anybody else's success is, has nothing to do with me. Yeah. But I get the Attell thing. But Attell is like, Hicks is like, um, Patton is like, Louis is like, it's an easy thing to say. And it's a Go comics comic. And it's like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just is. Um, and that's just, and same with Marin. You know, there are people that, you know, but also people are also happy to tell Marin he sucks. Boy, are they. <clears throat> so, uh, so anyway, so when we when we started, we were both fucking down in the shitter. Yeah, and and honestly, it was at a time when the country was in the shitter uh, economically. Yeah, like all the shit had happened. So there are a lot of people out there who I think that I think that we started talking about how like no one had heard. I don't think this has ever been out there of two guys who it's not working out for in show business. One that people thought it was going great for, and another one that they'd never heard of. Right. And then we're talking about shit and they're like losing their jobs or they're fucking struggling and they can't pay their credit card bills. And I just th I think there was a connection there. I think people, I think everyone was fucking struggling at the same time. And we just happen to be struggling in show business. Well, and I think that's why people started to listen. And also if I'm, if I'm, you know, being completely honest, it was a beginning for me of a massive meltdown. Yes. Like unaware, we, we, unaware. we have taken, we have taken opposite tracks. Yeah. I've gone. I've gone from. I was in the middle of a meltdown. Although I did have a bit of a meltdown halfway through this thing, around the same time as you, I had a fucking midlife crisis right in the fucking middle. Yep. But uh, but I was in the I was in the doldrums when this thing started. Yeah, I was just um, I was really lost, and then just planning on doing shit that had like I was just like I'm in a band, right? Not because I felt like that was gonna. Not not because I felt like I was going to be successful in a band. That's where I wanted to go escape. Right. Well, that you were also making pants. Like there was a girl over here, and you guys were making pants together. Right. I was trying to figure out what to do because I couldn't get work. Right. Like we, when we started, was when the phone just stopped ringing completely. Yeah. And and there was a lot of no. I mean, there's there's not a lot you can do. As a stand-up. Uh, except for to create something new, and that takes time. You it know? does take time. 
and it's also there's also this weird thing that like in this business if you haven't become a guy like a solid headliner then there are younger guys that come up behind you who will work for cheaper who will undermine you and you and at that point you've got a house and things that you need to pay for right so you can't take a cut and pay it would be like if you it would be like if you were working in a company for 20 years and you worked way up and you were a manager and all of a sudden they were like we got a bunch of younger managers can you work for half as much? But I think that's always the way it is. I think that's always the cycle well, because we were the it guy. Is, but because at some point, they stopped hiring those people and start hiring me. No, I and know. And I would go in for $2,000 yeah. a week or I would go in for $1,000 a well, week. No, and we, I talk, we, talk, we talked to a big headliner who we consider a big headliner who was like, I can't, I, I'm getting undercut. I can't get, I can't get into rooms But that's anymore. just good business. I know it's good business, but also, but that's part of what this, that's part of what that was. Right. And I also think we will go, well, I've had Greg here a couple of times and it's okay. He's not Bill Burr, but I know I can get Kyle in here and it's not going to well, cost also, me as much. But also like I, I, can, I can I can get Greg in here and Greg can, you know, do okay. Or I can get Brandon Walsh in here who also does okay, but has a longer career ahead of him. So he right. might be building to something else. So the guy who does okay. I, you've spent time with Brandon. You don't know. He doesn't even have a longer life left. <laughs> I don't take offense at longer career. I just don't think he's going to live to see it. Uh, so, but but so there's there's this whole sort of dynamic out there that is pretty weird. Now now the difference is is that the difference is is that if you get your own thing going now, you can go out and just go do one room and one night, and hopefully make a big a big bang and get the fuck out of there. Like that has changed a little bit. I just saw Canaan's doing a tour of just fucking one room places. And he's going to nothing I had heard of, but they're all probably rock clubs or whatever. And he goes in and he does one night and he bails. Mm -hmm. Like that's a new formula that wasn't around before. It's a new formula that's around for guys that like Kyle and like that crowd. You also have to understand that each person builds their own crowd and their crowd will go to the place they go to, not right. the place they decide. Right. You know, I'm a guy that people go to comedy clubs to see. They just do. That's and where also it, it our, happens. If our, I go to a rock club, uh, no, I'm there alone with my band. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that's how that goes. And also, as you as Kanan gets older, he'll realize that his fans are now getting married and having kids and not going out that much. Like the whole 100%. fucking dynamic changes. It's just a cycle. the The thing that the thing that you have to do, and and this is my fault, is because. I had opportunities that I could bank on that I just shut down because I was having a nervous breakdown and decided that everything I'd done in my past had ruined my future. And I gave up on everything. And so then I had no work and I was, and I alienated my family. You know, like we can talk about the anatomy of the whole breakdown, but the point is, is that I actually had the opportunities where I could do a little stand up and do a little this and do a little that. And I shut it all down and decided to make pants. Right, right. I, you know, obviously this year we put out a book and we've been on TV a few times and I do a little bit of that. And then, you know, like that's the thing I could have just kept doing and also other, all things. the other stuff you didn't but, have to shut it all down. Yeah. But I also didn't know that there would be a vehicle like a podcast that would allow that because right. without this. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Like, I know where I am without this. I know that I'm just a guy who's working in commercials, which, which I can make a fine living at, but that's not, that's not the thing that I wanted to do. Right. That's a day job. Right. So, so I'm still working in show business, but I'm not, I'm not doing stand up anymore. And I'm, and I'm don't have a podcast and that's all I do. And I'm not doing any legitimate acting work. I wouldn't be on Marin. I wouldn't be on any of the shows I've been on. That's where my career would be without the podcast. Right. I mean, I can go dark with this and say that I could have either OD'd on dog pills or gotten divorced. Really? Um, yeah. Without the podcast? Yeah, because I didn't know. Uh, yes, because this weekly this weekly exercise, two things happened. I lost my mind, but I also figured out who I am. Right. My, my stand-up wouldn't be good if I hadn't done this because I, I now know how to go on stage and be myself because of this right. podcast. I embrace the things about myself that I, I like, which is built a whole, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole me that didn't exist before this podcast that was only in my head that's now real. Right. I've learned how to uh, 
And I've also learned that the people that really like me don't give a shit what I do. Some of them like the books. Some of them don't like the books. Some of them <clears> like the band. Some don't like the band. Some like the stand-up. Some like all of it. But they don't give a fuck. They're not worried about how I per- I am perceived in the world, and I'm not worried about how I perceive the world because when I come here, I'm 100% me and everybody gets that. And the rest of it, you can pick and choose. Does that make sense? Yeah. This is the headquarters for all the other things that I do. I would be fucking lost. I would have really messed up or out of show, but I don't know. I don't know where I would have gone because I don't, uh, this thing, uh, and I say it, it's way too dramatic to say it, but I feel like this thing saved my whole career. Yeah. No. And my sanity on some level, yeah. because being able to talk to you and, and watch it and eventually hear, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, well, you're still crazy. There's the, there's that crazy. And then there's like, you know, you're manic, you're screaming, yeah. you know, yeah, you're not as manic as you were. You were definitely a. Uh, well, there were. It was a roller coaster. It was the same ride. Yeah. That I kept. I kept going. Oh, we're taking it again. Yes. <laughs> and I couldn't see it, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm quitting show, but I don't need to fucking do stand up anymore." And then I'm fully, dude. I am like, I am only stand up. I'm just gonna work on my stand up. Like because I was, I was searching. Like people search, and you go, you know, I, the the what was happening in my brain which is what depression and anxiety and insanity are was my brain would not let me have one singular idea or let right. me focus and it would just shoot from place to place yeah and my mood would change from room to room and the people living around me were like go fuck yourself like yeah. you're a nightmare and i couldn't see it i would just think everybody else was fucked up which right. is also part of it where you start thinking well you just are too sensitive you know and you don't understand me and it was all this weird self-centered emulation that turned into bad behavior yeah for lack of a better description but then it all crashed but yeah and in the last year has been the best year my this has been the best year in the last 10 for sure i would say it's probably been i mean career-wise for me it's probably been the best you know i had the album come out right which was big and uh marin which has been huge and it's going to be bigger when it uh, airs when it airs yeah hopefully that becomes bigger and then i have a deal at um Amazon for a show that might be happening, but my writing partner fucked me. So we'll see what happens with that, but that might be made. Right. In. So I have, th- I have three things going on, uh, which I, I've never had that sort of level. And I just did a, you know, I just did a, another commercial and I, um, I might do one in South Africa, which will be weird for the podcast. If I have to go to South Africa for 10 days and you're in Australia for 10 days, but we'll see. But I might be going to South Africa for 10 days. That'd be great. We'll see. Uh, not for my wife. Um, and what is the product? It's some South African product. I don't even know what it is. I just got the initials. So I actually didn't even ask what it is. Because they had actually based the commercial on me. It's actually, it's like, it's like, it's like a guy. Wait a minute. Have they packaged failure? I don't understand. <laughs> It, I didn't know is so you can actually buy Twitter rage. Yes. I don't have Twitter rage. I, know, I have Twitter hostility. <laughs> wow. Focused. It, it has a it, it, not always that focused. I've actually I've actually cut it back. Now I just block people. Yeah. Um so uh all right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. Yeah. And then we're gonna do something we've never known. What what do we think's gonna happen? I don't know, what are we gonna do? We're, no, we're going to talk about what we think is going to happen. Oh, what we think is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Welcome back to the final segment of Walk in the Room. This yeah, is yeah, 200. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We shut her down now, right? Shut her down. Yeah, we got to shut her down. I'm, this has been a, a soul ride. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> soul ride? I don't know what this one is. You're listening to Soul Ride with Greg and Dave. <laughs> yeah. Today we're just talking about love and shit. I was just thinking about leaves when I got here and how uh, they're just yeah. different and how yep. cool they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I was thinking about just, love between the races. Uh, oh yeah, man! I wish there was more of it. You know, you what know I mean? what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I wish that I wish that the that the Indian people could get along. Also, with the Pakistanis contacted. and the Pakistanis could get along with the people who listen to fish. I love that idea. <laughs> also, Dave and I have been asked to recreate the entire Bible, so we're going to we're gonna do rewrite the Bible. that shit. And, we should uh, actually do an audio our audio book of the Bible. 
people really enjoyed our, our religious segment. Well, I'm saying we should do, we should release <laughs> a special audiobook, one hour audiobook on of the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Would you start with where we think the beginning is? Uh, <laughs> and then the part where Genesis, Genesis plays, right? And then, uh, and then we just go, I'm not even sure what the tail end of that guy yeah. is. What happens? The ark, we can talk about the boat. Uh, yep, the boat. There's a whole boat thing. Yeah, that's at the beginning. Yep. The end. And my the, favorite parts when they. My favorite part of the Bible is gonna be when the two cheetahs get on that boat. The end of the fuck. Why didn't he just take cheetahs? At the end, uh, it's just like fire and uh, no, no. Is it, is it, oh, it talks about what no, happened at the end of the whole book. Does like, it talk know, about end of days in the Bible? What do you mean? Is end of days in the Bible? Revelations was. Is, talking about Revelations. That's the. That's a ride at uh, at at uh, Six Flags. Oh, no, they don't talk about that. Oh, that's revolution. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we should. So we here's, should. What I, here's what I think. Happens. Why don't you and I do a series where we cover the great books and we just talk about. What, uh, are we talking about books. the Bible or just great books? Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to fucking start reading Dickens just to do a podcast. No, 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 no. We haven't read the Bible. We, <laughs> I've done parts of dumb of the Bible for dummies, but we go through some great literature that we know. Moby Dick. Right. Guy, right. The guy fought a fish. Right. Yeah. Fish one. But that dude was complex. Super complex. Yeah, complex. Also dull. That's a long, like, yeah, and, and he's like in a rowboat, it. I right? I admit, I never liked that one. I never liked the uh, Moby Dick. Didn't care. No. Billy, Justin Van Warmer loves it. I had to read Billy Budd. That that book can go fuck itself. I don't know Billy Budd. Is that the guy who's a dentist? I could I couldn't tell you because I drew so many dicks in it. it, it, it I have no idea. I got in trouble for that. I was going to Catholic school and I just kept oh drawing dicks in my book because I was just dicks everywhere. And then at the and then when we finished the book, I threw it in the trash can and the nun picked it up and was like, "What?" And I was like, "That's what they look like, bitch. They're my dicks." <laughs> them dicks. I got in trouble for that. Yeah, but, uh, not that much trouble. My, I said it was my book. I can draw whatever I want in it. <laughs> I mean, there is some truth to that. Yep. All right. So, where do you think your career goes from here? I don't. You know what? The best thing. I. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I do know this. In this last year the thing that I've tried to do is just keep working on all the things I'm working on and not make a decision because my problem was always trying to forecast how it was going to be and what I was going to accomplish and what we needed to do. And now I just make music and do podcasts and do stand up, and then, you know, say, Hey, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to, I'd like to make it small. I'd like to see, can I get a special done this year? Yeah. Can, if I, even if I self produce it, um, can I make a record on my own? Can I make a solo record where I do all the guitar the monarchs have another record coming out? You know, um, you know, you do you do have another record coming out? Yeah, we're okay. gonna do a we're gonna do a six song EP, uh -huh. and we also started a fan club thing called Amplify, where you join oh, right. and you get a brand new song every month. And it's like, I don't, I'm trying not to plot it. I'm right. trying not, I'm trying not to not know where it, it's going because um, I've been surprised. I've been on TV four times in this past year. Yeah. you know, an hour on the the thing and twice on the uh, twice on the View, the Oprah thing, and then midnight. I had a good run on Midnight, and so maybe I'll go back and do that. At midnight. So I'm just trying to let it happen. I'm trying to put a Conan set together. I don't know. I've been trying to put a Conan set together since 2006. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, going on At Midnight's bigger than going on Conan or, or any of those shows. That thing is... Oh, really? I added hundreds of uh, followers. Yeah. You know, it's fine. It's good. It was a, it was a good experience, you know? I, uh, I, you know? I need that for my stand-up. Right. You know, I need that to... Uh, you know, to keep going. I was at a club the other night and this guy goes, you're like, you're turning into like Billy Connolly, man. You're like, your stories are oh, yeah. so great. And wow. I was like, okay. So I guess my best thing is just to, to, to not plot it. But, but, but I want to do more things through this podcast. Like I want to do that. That New York show was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I want to make that Chicago show happening, which yeah. I'm working on now with uh, the uh, and I've had some other as, as soon as I said it I ran into Dan Teffler he's like I can help you oh good yeah Pat Kelly who's a bass player from a punk band that's been with us since the beginning of everything he's like I can help you guys too good so Chicago's gonna happen at some point between Christmas and Thanksgiving yep. somewhere in there and then we're gonna do the show here Mike might be out of town so we'll figure out the okay um, <clears throat> we'll figure it out but we'll do a starfish here the night before you know yep um I want to do more stuff with you um I don't know. What about you? What do you think? 
I think uh, I think that Marin's going to really help me. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think this open up a lot of acting doors. Yeah, I think it'll open up some stand up doors. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to do the Melbourne Comedy Festival next year. Yeah, a one man show. Yeah, those are the two main things. I like the the right now. That's the main thing I'm shooting for is doing the festival next year because yeah. I got I really got sidetracked by Marin and then my. My back really fucked me. Right, but my back. We better. know, and we're going to go out together and do that thing. Uh, we're doing Indianapolis yes. together. Yes, and um, uh, that's mostly it. I think. I think. That, I think that a lot of acting doors are going to open up, and I think that I'm gonna. I'm gonna do Melbourne. And I think I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna put out another album. Uh, I don't think I'll do a special. Uh, I think I'll do another album. My goal in doing a special is not to get a spe- have a special. My goal is to have some material on YouTube that when people go, I yeah, YouTube, I get that, I get that. I, 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 I'm, I That's actually what always do. They go YouTube. You. you know what I've thought about doing? I've thought about just taking a ca- camera and and doing a night somewhere and recording everything off the album, and then putting that all up on YouTube as as YouTube bits. Here's why I wouldn't do that. A, you'll generate a new hour quickly. Right. You want content that people don't have. Also, uncool, my special that people like is okay, but it doesn't match the record. And that's exactly what I did. And most people are like, uh, I like the I like the record better. That's interesting. And your record is great. And it's a the thing about your record is it's a moment. It's not just a bunch of bits. It's it's your first record. It happened at Meltdown. It happened because of the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, it's nobody seeing that stuff. It's just better if you do something new. Yeah, I the thing that I the the king sweater idea was um, partly because you know I was like I, I can't not play guitar by myself. I have to be able to do it by myself. But also in my mind, I've always thought about a show that was four or five songs and stories, and with a band uh-huh. with a, just a three piece behind me doing it. I can't really do that in the Monarchs. It's too big of a thing, and it's not really my show. Right. I want the Monarchs to be a band that I'm just a cog in the in the, in the the thing. But I want to be able to do a show like that. That's something I would want to take to Melbourne. Yeah, that's interesting. To do a show that's like got little songs in it, but mostly storytelling, and it's a lot about music. That That's that's to me. Yeah, and, sure. And about, and about getting caught in my jewelry. Um, hmm. I got caught up. I went to say goodnight to everybody and got my hand caught in my necklace. We'll, we'll talk about that on the podcast, the other podcast we do. Yeah. Uh, so this will come out, I don't know, in, in four weeks uh, from now. We had to record this because Greg is leaving for Australia tomorrow. Tonight. Tonight. I leave tonight at midnight. Uh, uh, but your run's already over at the festival, but you'll be around the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and you can go to my website, and then I've got the dates. And, and you've been offered you've places. been offered cheetahs. People would offer to take me to see cheetahs. I've been offered to see kangaroos. Um, it, here's the thing. Stop bringing the Tim Tams out. I've had to, I can't, it's so sweet, but I can't, I'm, my goal also for this eight weeks is uh, to lose uh, some weight as well. Well, uh, when I go that. to Australia, I'm going to, I'll say the opposite. You're going to eat the fuck out of yeah, it? Yeah, bring the fucking Tim Tans. I don't, okay. I don't yeah. give a shit. I'm just, it's, I give up. Glitter. Done 200. Get the shirt. 